What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Spawncast episode 133. We actually will be kind of a couple of us be on the move over the weekend. Evan's going to be traveling and he does a lot of the producing work for the podcast in terms of streaming and setting it up. And then Max is going to be at a convention. Jordan's going to be on a, at a convention. It's, everyone's going to be kind of scattered this weekend. So we figured we would do a pre-recording of about an hour long podcast uh, just to uh, just to have something for you guys over the weekend. So this will be posting at normal time Saturday night and uh we, we are missing OJ and right now Nate, mostly because Nate is on the road and OJ is uh, on, on the West Coast. So the time's a little off right now. Um, but if uh, if if we don't see Nate this weekend uh, and then OJ isn't able to stop by, they'll both be back next weekend when we do this live again. So uh, make sure you stop by next weekend for that. Um, let me go around here. We got Sean RGT. What's going on, Sean? Yo, not much, man. Enjoying enjoying the weather. Well, the weather. Yeah, it's getting a little cooler outside. Yep, I love it. Yes, I, I do prefer the cooler weather. Uh, and then we got Evan. What's going on, Evan? Not much, man. Prep work, like always. Yeah, where are you, where are you heading over the weekend? Baltimore. Where are you, where are you going? Baltimore Comic Con. Be there for okay. the whole weekend. Yeah, there you go. If you're going to Baltimore Comic Con, you can stop by and see Evan at his booth. He'll be selling a lot of prints and everything, I assume. Yep. Uh, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. And then we have Max, Dreamcast guy. What's going on, man? Uh, I just realized as we started recording that I left my office door open, and so my cats are coming in and investigating who I'm talking to. So my bad if you heard a cat meow right there. But well, I uh, see your power's back, so that's good. Yes, finally. Oh my gosh, 24 hours in the dark. And what's funny is I'm really glad. Sometimes people make fun of the fact that I have multiple switches. When you're stuck in the dark, it's great to have multiple fully charged switches. So uh, I got a lot is, of gaming time. It is interesting because uh, that happened at one point where power went out, and I was kind of sitting here, and I realized that my switch could just come out of the dock and it was still running the same game that you know the power cut out so mm-hmm. that's uh that's actually kind of a nice benefit they don't realize until it actually happens that that you do have that benefit um so and then evan you're traveling with your switch this weekend but yep. you're still trying to figure out what to play yeah not too sure so, so okay let's see let's see what you i mean there's town here little town here man there you go jesus <laughs> which we'll, we're gonna talk about because we're gonna get into what we're what we've been playing this this week and uh, i know there were some big releases so far we're recording this on a thursday so we're not quite to friday when a few other things come out like digimon and uh hat and time and a few others but uh what's everyone what's everyone been up to this week so far Witcher. 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 Yeah. yeah. I figured it'd be a lot of Witcher talk. Uh so Sean has not played Witcher before. This is his first time. So it'll be interesting to hear his first precious. What do you think so far of the game, Sean? Because it, it is a long game. Um, uh, but you've you've been playing it for a bit now. So Yeah, I've put I've put about somewhere between 15, 20 hours in the past two days. Um I really I'm enjoying the game more so than I thought I would. Um the graphics are definitely kind of weird, and I was gonna say I'm working on a video on it, but by the time this video goes up, my video will already be out. So I don't mind spoiling my video. Um, (laughs) Basically my main thing is I really feel like it's probably the best portable switch game just because I feel like it was designed with port with handheld mode in mind more so than TV mode. When you put it up on the TV, you know, I have a 50 some odd inch uh, HD TV, you know, it it looks okay. Like it, it gets the job done. It's not the worst looking game I've ever played, but when you play it in hand, mode like i it looks significantly better it looks crisper you know textures almost look better i feel like they're able to hide things more because of the size of the screen you know being so much smaller than it would be blown up on an actual television but i love the story i love the combat i love the world you're in i love all the side quests i love all the interesting types of monsters you come across the the alchemy stuff the customization like it's a very 
almost overbearing at times game, but you know, you start to get used to it. One thing I really like about the game too is um, when it comes to crafting and stuff, the crafting system if you are looking for certain items to craft something and you go to like a shopkeep, you can actually have, if the shopkeep has those items in stock, the game will tell you in the crafting menu. So then you can just purchase those from the shopkeep and then they'll craft the item for you. Like that just saves a whole bunch of time. And it just little things like that. I, I really enjoy about the game. You know, there is the whole, you know, occasionally you'll come across some weird open world glitches. Like I've, I've come across things where like I was floating in air for some reason for a small period of time, but you know, it's a, it's a great game like it's it i definitely feel like it does deserve all the credit that it's been given because i've been i've been you know just wanting to play that and nothing else mm, okay okay um what about max what do you think about the witcher so far um i'm digging it a lot uh this is my first time really doing a full f- fresh playthrough from the start in a long time so uh normally i go much more like sign based and usually pure fire based and just melt pete you could do melt armor um this time i'm going a much more melee build and actually like uh i put a ton of different talent points into basically making it where my fast attacks could cause bleed effects and cause exhaustion um i like the fact that this game you can put 200 hours into it and then start a new game and it feels almost like a different game um i'm really really digging it my major fear before I started playing was the graphical downgrade. Oh, God, that's it. Huh, I got to move my cash. She's trying to claw stuff. Get, <laughs> get out of here. Uh, but it's great. Come on. Go. Go. What are you doing? Go. <laughs> nice. He's, Max seems to enjoy it. <laughs> the Witcher. <laughs> not, so, not so much the cat. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We good? Okay. Max is back. Okay, yeah. Do do you want to restart since we've been recording two minutes, or do you want me to? Because I feel bad that I, like I've had cats meowing and stuff. I we haven't heard the meows, so. Okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah, you're good. You're good, Max. You're good. Um, but uh, yeah. So let me uh, let me go over to Evan. What you we been up to, Evan? What you been playing? Let's I just well, I finally decided to actually get into Dead Cells since I kickstarted it way back, and it was that was forever ago, man. That was we were yeah, yeah. that forever ago. I I played it back before it. Ha- added all the crazy stuff that i'm now starting to experience in the the current playthrough of it and it's it's fun to go back to and it should be great if you guys haven't played it on the switch to pick it up it's got the metroidvania aspects it's got the dark souls tier difficulty it's there's a lot going on and it's pretty cool all the little secrets you can find uh the hidden keys and stuff to go into different zones it fantastic game and it's really smooth feeling so it's got that yeah apparently apparently it did really really well on the switch so they're doing a lot of stuff with the game going forward so uh it's it's pretty neat to see how well that game did also it was helped out by quite a bit of controversy so you know that helped it but uh but it was uh it it turned out to be pretty good from the early days of kickstarting to now so that uh, hey there you go that's a it's a kickstarter that that actually panned out one of the few victories from kickstarter there we go there we go uh i i've been playing little town hero for the last uh day or so and uh, i'm not i'm not liking it that much to be honest uh it, it does it does feel like kind of a budget title from game freak and we when i saw that price and when i heard more about it i kind of figured that's what we'd end up getting but uh visually i guess is the best thing about it it looks it looks at least clean like it doesn't have that blur effect sean like if you get like that like you just talked about witcher how that looks pretty blurry on the screen this one looks pretty sharp 
they use more simplistic yeah. visuals and a lot of color to like make it look better. But I think the issue is like the battle system isn't great. It's it's definitely there's a lot of RNG in it from what I'm seeing, whether it's basically the cards that I call them that come up, they're called ideas and it's either an is it or a does it. <laughs> so you take an is it, you turn it into a does it by by selecting it and it uses up some of your cost basically for the for the for the turn and the ui is is just it's a mess um i'm i'm not a big fan of it so far but i'm gonna keep playing it they said like somewhere between 10 12 or 15 hours depending on how well you have with the rng because there is dice rolling and stuff that goes on to like you move around the map and i don't really know why you move around the map right now other than to get some benefits from people who just have to be hanging out on the map and it's it, i think the biggest problem is if you can't describe your game very easily uh it's not going to do super well like i showed you guys the ui i was looking at and it is it is hard to describe that to somebody whereas if it's like final fantasy and it's like attack magic flee and all this stuff it's like if this was more of a traditional rpg they went with i think I, it would have been better I think that's part of the reason control. Uh, there's rumors that the game control is not selling well. And I think part of it is that it's not a game that you can explain well. When you see it, it kind of looks like everything. And yeah, town sort of has that same thing of this UI is a mess. When I look at it, I honestly could not tell you if this is a sequel to Sonic Shuffle or what. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of what I'm seeing right now. It seems like it came out. Uh, Metacritic didn't do too well with it. Uh, I saw some other reviews of it and people did not seem to be too uh, excited for it. So I, it's only digital right now at twenty five dollars. I could see this being one of those games that goes on sale pretty easily, like in a month or two on the eShop. You might see this game for like ten bucks at some point. So, uh, you know, just keep that in mind. But uh, at this point, honestly, I would just me personally, if I had to look at this, I would say I'd probably wait for a hat in time, which is out Friday, well, tomorrow, uh, or just wait for Luigi's Mansion, which is coming out, you know, at the end of the month. But uh, that's town. Unfortunately, it went from looking very interesting to coming out and not being that great. I'd say average to below average for the game. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to probably work through it and finish it because it's not super long. Um, but it's still it's kind of a shame because I, I thought it was going to be a little bit better than it turned out. I mean, it's 10 to 12 hours if you understand the battle system. Yeah, so. yeah I'm working through it. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. If they don't introduce anything else, I think I'm in good shape. So, uh, But the problem is I've been I was doing this battle for like the last 20 minutes or so when we were getting ready to go on the podcast here. And uh, I still have not done any damage to the enemy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <That sounds> awesome. <laughs> we keep like nullifying attacks over and over again because I'm getting certain uh, is it's that I'm turning into Dazits, and uh, they're evening out. So I have not even taken away any of his hearts yet. Sounds so, awful. Yeah, this, <laughs> it's it has not been going very very well here. Um, it is it is a disguised card battling game from what I can tell. But yeah, um, I don't know. We'll see. I might like I said when Hat in Time comes out tomorrow. I like that on the PS4. I might pick that up on the Switch again and play the DLC. Yeah, the DLC when that when that's out too. Um, are you are you waiting for the physical copy for that, Sean? Or are you grabbing it digitally? I, I really would prefer to have the physical well you're already playing witcher that's what i mean and that's gonna probably keep you busy even when it comes yeah. out so it's a good platform though i liked hat in time i thought it was pretty fun for what it was it's never coming to the switch though remember that was so crazy <laughs> I, I i i feel bad for the developers now they got so much hate for that and apparently they just weren't allowed to say it was coming to switch so mm. so many nintendo fans though were like you lied to us and it's like we literally legally could not say that it was coming to switch so mm. i mean it's, it's 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 coming though 
They could have just said nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I that's mean, what they did. I, 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 I don't know what it is. Contracts are weird. Obviously, we we deal with all sorts of different NDAs. I mean, like, there's a rumor that people who have the Death Stranding NDA, they had an NDA for when they were allowed to say that they had actually signed an NDA. I mean, De- Death Stranding is going to be interesting. The, re- the review embargo for that's up November 1st. And uh, I think, oh man, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be something else when those reviews start coming out because uh, I think that's gonna be another game that's gonna be really hard to explain what's happening without ruining it. So what if, I it, think, uh, what if it's super normal? What if it turns out that it's like dude, just there the has most- to be a if Kojima was smart, there there's probably a twist in there, and he would probably rope the reviewers into that twist. Like you cannot talk about anything past like chapter three. You have to just review this small section for now, and then you can release the full review when the game comes out or something. I don't know. You're actually uh, playing the baby the whole time. Something right. like that. There's something. I bet you there's something in this. Something, well, man. I, I saw some people in Reset Era. I don't go to Reset Era often, but a lot of people were a little bit confused as to how they could even release. Um, they, they didn't think it would be possible to release a review before the game came out because Hideo Kojima stressed that the online connectivity is apparently a big part of the story or some mm. elements of the world. So people are like, how are you going to create a semblance of that if like 25 reviewers have a copy or that's 100? That's a good point. I so know. yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, but that's uh, somebody over at Reset Era said that I thought was Apparently good they're like running out of review codes and everything already too, so... I don't know how well that's going to... There's a lot of people who aren't going to be reviewing it who normally would review PlayStation. Like, ACG's not going to review it, and that was weird because I would have looked at his. Uh, yeah. But apparently, he's not getting a review code for it, which is strange, but... I, I mean, I, I got uh, got a war a little bit early. I managed to get Spider-Man a little bit early in this one. There's no way it seems like... It seems mm. like you got to talk to Kojima himself and be like, excuse me, Kojima-san. Yeah, they're being very selective with this. Nate, what's up? You hear us? Okay. I'm guessing now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Sean, you want to talk about that analog pocket? I'm Yo. sorry, the, the new Game Boy. Okay, look, <laughs> it's a fucking Game Boy. It plays Game Boy games. Game Boy. If you think Nintendo is releasing a new Game Boy in 2020, like Jesus Christ, and it didn't even say Nintendo in the time. People are just ridiculous. Anyways, <laughs> a new Game Boy, a new device oh. that plays Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games coming in 2020 to us from analog um oh man and it looks it looks fantastic it looks insane (laughs) there's going to be attachments um that you can get uh for game gear which i'm actually very excited for um uh uh, neo geo pocket color and um atari links so you know those games will probably start going up a bit in price so you might want to start stocking up on them now neo geo pocket color is a little pricey for some of the fighting games to begin Mm with I will I will say it's kind of interesting. I don't think that's the best way to play it, even though the screen on it is like, isn't it like 16? I'll bring this. 16, I'm going to bring this know. up right now. Here we go. Uh, this is it's a multi multi video game system, portable handheld over 2780 Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. And the LCD is 615 pixels per inch, three and a half inch screen LCD with a 1600 by 1440 resolution. That's 10 times the resolution of the original Game Boy and a three and a half inch screen. That's going to look ridiculous. I know. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. The one thing that's going to suck about the the SNK uh, or the Neo Geo Pocket Color is you won't have the clicky. Yeah, that, the, that uh, thumbstick mm, is so good. Yeah, that's a good but, point. 
It does have four face buttons. It has two trigger buttons as well. There's like three more buttons. I'm assuming start select and like a home button. It has some like music programming stuff built into it as well. It's $200. So, you know, it's a little bit expensive, but it's actually I cheaper. I think that's fair. I think that's I mean, fair. It's, cheap, it's the cheapest product that analog has done so far. So, um, yeah, that, I mean, it's a day one purchase for me. I just, I love how it's modeled after um, like the Game Boy Pocket. Too, yeah, yeah. It has the um, L and R buttons on the back too. Yeah, it's got um, the two triggers on the, and on the back. It has a physical link cable slot. Yep, oh, that's so cool. And cool. You can, there's like a uh, they're gonna have like a dock almost for it so that you can play. I, with, like, I'm a little questionable. On that, I'm a little questionable on that dock because it looks like it might literally just come as like a a slab of plastic with like a little bit of a backing and then just a USB C mail port just sticking straight up so you have to like be real careful with your pocket like the analog oh pocket. i see yeah yeah uh, whereas the switch is super forgiving you can, like throw your switch in the dock and it has springs and everything to make sure it'll just kind of fall into place a little concerned about that dock and possibly damaging a usb-c port on your analog if you're not like careful pressing it down um so i don't know maybe they'll maybe they, they didn't really give a great look at the at the dock so maybe that's there or maybe they they're still working it out yeah, 2020. They have a while to finish it, so they, yeah. I think it's going to be a spring release, though. Because if May, you look, April, think, May, Analog always releases their shit in the spring. Mm, don't they? Mm. I, 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 I know the Mega SG was a spring, and I'm pretty sure the, the spring. I thought this was summer. I thought this came out April, didn't it? We can look at my video when I put my video up. <laughs> right. Well, see. April's not summer. April's spring. Is it? Look, I, I live in Texas. Every season is a hot season. <laughs> I don't understand where there's winter. I can look up when mine came out. Mine came out March 25th. So, yeah, it must have come out yeah, in April. Spring. Then. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I can see that. I could see it being late March, early April. Then, Sean, for yeah. the analog pocket. That would be awesome. Like, I, I, I'm I'm so ready for this to come out. I mean, that Game Boy. Great. Game Boy is legit my uh, like favorite system besides Dreamcast. I have hundreds of Game Boy games. I've got uh, some really rare stuff. Like I have the original Game Boy carrying cases and stuff. There's the plastic shell that looks like a giant Game Boy, and you put your big ass brick Game Boy in the middle. Um, man, this would be so. Fun. I'm I'm a little I'm a little concerned about because they didn't mention anything about the battery or battery life. Uh, and it's so small, so I'm wondering what kind of battery life this thing is going to get. Like, is it going to be like a three hour battery life situation? It's, no, it's, I think it'll it's be, good. be great. I mean, think so it's keep, keep in mind, six? the the original Game Boy had a 15 hour battery life. Like, clearly, the actual processing is incredibly low energy. I, I imagine this thing's probably going to have a 10 hour battery life, even with a mm. backlit screen. Okay. I'm, ho- I'm hoping for eight to 10. I think that would be ideal. One thing I'm interested in, though, is the fact that, you know, pretty much well, all of the analog systems have a wealth of, um, you know, additional features. So I do hope that there's going to be some Super Game Boy stuff within it because, you know, there are games where it just adjusts the colors, but then there are Super Game Boy games where it has like special colors and borders. And then there's actually one Super Game Boy game that's an actual Super Nintendo game that you can only access by using the Super Game Boy. So I hope that they have Super Game Boy compatibility and it just doesn't do like, you know, automatic coloring mm-hmm. for original Game Boy games. Well, what's what's really interesting, they do have the like the the menu in the like back office menu where it has like uh, their settings with video, audio, system, about, and then save and restore. Uh, but one thing that always happens with these, because it's happened with the past few, is a lot of times, I think it's a member of the development core, I think, they, they release a firmware that allows you to play ROMs off of SD cards. Oh, yeah. 
So yeah. like that's happened with the Mega SG. It's happened with the Super NT. You can basically put a, an SD card in the side, and it'll it'll allow you play ROMs off of it. So I'm thinking that's probably going to happen with this one too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which oh, will yeah. make it like the ultimate Game Boy at that point for people. God, it's going to be so good because there there are ROM hacked Game Boy games that have actually been coming out the last couple of years that are so good that have only been able to play on emulators. So I would love to say, have you seen somebody has been doing like remixes of, obviously there are the Metroid remixes. Mm-hmm. People have been doing Zelda remixes of stuff like Link's Awakening and stuff and doing recolorizations of it that almost make it look like uh, a Link to the Past. So, oh man. This, and all this the Pokemon ones too. People are going to go crazy with the oh, Pokemon yeah. stuff on there. And, 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 and it'll be easier to capture things like uh, Game Gear. Yes. yes. If you want to do capture of that or Neo Geo Pocket Color, right? All that stuff yeah. going to be crazy. So I'm ready. Dude, the, so the huge thing to me, I'm super freaking excited for this. Um, obviously, I've owned a couple of the previous analog things. The main thing is I own a couple different clone Game Boys now. Uh, some of them are better quality. Some of them are worse. Almost none of them ever have any compatibility with the Game Boy Advance. So mm. as soon as they actually said, yeah, you can just plug Game Boy Advance games in there, it can immediately acknowledge what it is and play it. That to me is huge because it, it's actually a pretty rare feature like that to me right there. My problem with all the third party ones is the screens are always like junk in some way. So when they like talked about, them. yeah, when they talked about the screen being like, it, I mean, the screen must be one of the biggest focuses of this thing, the way they described it. So I'm, I am so excited to see how, how sharp the screen is going to be. And I'm glad they didn't try to cheap out on that. I mean, I know people will look at 200 and say it's expensive and it's too much, but honestly, I'd rather pay a bit more for a high quality product rather than spend. I mean, some of those clone systems that we look at are like 60, 70 bucks for a Game Boy clone system. And it's like, I mean, I'd I'd rather spend a bit more than it break and then have to get another one and then another one. And it's not even great quality in the first place. And a lot of analog stuff, it lasts forever. So you can't tell because this is a video, but you guys will know because this it's heavy as hell. Like this thing is super sturdy. It is a freaking brick like yeah, i guarantee you they actually put a they actually put a weight in the bottom of it so that it doesn't move <laughs> yeah exactly well and this even a lot of their stuff has tons of different options mm. this thing actually can connect to sega cd you can actually play sega cd at full 1080p like analog systems are the best like yeah 200 dollars is not a tiny amount of money but you pay it once and to me oh that's a steal yeah, and and especially if they activate that SD card slot, and all of a sudden <laughs> they can play all of the, with Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket Color. They said Lynx games, <laughs> like like that's crazy to me. And then you know you pop it in, you can play it. And they're gonna have a separate chip uh, FPGA for developers to play around with as well. So then you never know what uh, other people. MVG was looking at that interested. So you never know what people are gonna come up with with that separate chip that's gonna be on board for development. So it's uh it's exciting times. This is definitely their most ambitious project, I would say. Like this yes. is it right here, um, so it's gonna be man. It's gonna be interesting to see what what happens with this. Is is Nate here finally? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, oh Nate's here. <laughs> he did it. All right, Nate, did you get a chance to play Little Town Hero? No, I'm, I'm not crazy enough to buy a subpar game free game. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> am I the only? I'm the only one that's gonna play this game here, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna be me. Hell no. Hell I'm not buying that. Hell no. It's gonna be me. I'm playing it right now, Nate, and I'm not having a great time. I sent a picture. I sent a picture. It's a card based game without cards. And it's like a Magic a, the Gathering game, but you don't actually have a deck of cards. The combat system drags out like a boss battle for 40 minutes. Yeah. 
unnecessary reason. I sent a picture. I sent a picture on Discord, and it had uh, the, the boss I'm fighting, and I, I was fighting him for 20 minutes. I hadn't done any damage to it, so because yeah, like you have to cancel out their attacks and break their shield to actually do damage, and it's it just sounds like it's unnecessarily convoluted just for the sake of being complex when it should have just been this nice little casual, simple, fun game. And Game Freak yeah. was like, "Hey, let's." Make the most complex thing we can do so people can play Little Town Hero, then look at Pokemon and say, Thank God they don't have <laughs> a Pokemon game. Yeah, you know what? I was hoping they would eventually get away from the traditional battle system in Pokemon, and now I see this and I'm like, Yeah, maybe the traditional battle system's better. <laughs> it's almost it's almost like Game Freak is kind of an overrated company. Whoa, whoa, whoa they made whoa, pocket whoa. jockey. Okay, that everybody game is awesome. We all I mean, have to duck our heads now because he's going to get blacklisted. I mean, what have they done besides uh, besides Pokemon? Like pocket they're kind jockey. of they did a pocket jockey. They did Pulse Man, which is Tim, actually Timbo okay. the badass elephant. Yeah, Harmo that's Knight. it. That's really it. It's like no, they did um that they did Drill Dozer. Wow, they did, yeah. uh, they, did they did Giga Wrecker, Gay Wrecker, yeah, and Giga Wrecker. I mean, yeah, they're they're. Their roster of software isn't outside of Pokemon isn't stellar. I would you you actually you should check out Giga Wrecker though, Sean. You actually might like that. It's a two D action game, so it doesn't get too crazy with anything. But it's it's like you if you like Pulse Man, for example, that that's that's them doing another two D action game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. bad. It's on the Switch and it's on the PlayStation Six, Steam. Sixty seven percent on Metacritic. Yeah, it's got a nine out of ten on Steam. No, and what doesn't have a nine out of ten on Steam? <laughs> if it's on Steam and not Epic Store, they're like, great, nine out of ten. <laughs> so, so is it? Uh, so, so trying to make everybody mad today. <laughs> so well, I don't think I'm going to be here next week because I got a Halloween party, so I got to get. Oh, nice. Oh, actually, yeah, same. There, there was a, a picture somebody had of uh, it said like, "This is why Steam reviews don't work." And it was like this guy had played like one thousand three hundred hours of some game, and he's like, "I wouldn't recommend it." It's like at this point, that option should not be clickable. Like, clearly, you recommend it. You played it for like two years. Oh, uh, Nate, you saw the analog pocket? <laughs> yeah. What do you think? It's nothing. I mean, it's a cool piece of technology, but it's nothing I'll buy. Oh, okay, you're not gonna buy it. You're not gonna do those comparisons. Well, I mean, you miss out on the one comparison of Pokemon Yellow or even uh, uh, Link's Awakening. You could you could have yeah, captured that footage, man. I mean, <laughs> well, I could have done that with the Wii U version of Link's Awakening. Uh, that's true. That's true. So, that's true. but I mean, I don't really need to compare a Game Boy game to like a Switch game. Obviously, the Switch game should look better. But does uh, it? <laughs> if it doesn't, then something went wrong. Something went wrong. Oh, we also saw. So this was interesting. Uh, we did see today actually a, a new a new Nvidia Shield TV popped oh, up. Oh God. Okay, so Nate, why don't it's you? It's the Switch Pro, baby. That's exactly what? what's going to happen. That's what that's going to lead to. It's going to lead to all that speculation when. All the Tegra X1 Plus is, is Mariko. It's already in the light. It's in the Switch revision right now. And it's nothing really new about the Shield. The technology is already in the Switches. So why are you not making a video on this, explaining it? Yes, that would, please. Like, you need that's to. the whole explanation. The explanation is it's already technology in, your, in the revision and the light. We're not going to, this isn't a hint at a Switch Pro that some YouTube channels are going to try to push today. And anyone with any sense should look at those videos and go into the comment section and say, no, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm unsubbing. 
dislike. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Jesus! It's very direct instructions. I mean, it is direct feed games. But no, I mean, I I think you should, you know, make a video on it to explain that sort of stuff because, you know, I would do a video on it, but I'm not a tech guy, so it's hard for me to... Your headline would be, Switch Pro confirmed by NVIDIA Tegra. People would come in and say, what the hell is this? You just told us it's not. Uh, fine, I'll do it, Sean. There you go. Nate, you got to make that channel. Nate the hate, man. Need that channel. I hate <laughs> false rumors and people using speculation as fact. That's so anyway, I, this a, apparently it was leaked on Amazon. Three gigabytes of RAM, 16 gigabytes of flash storage. They're, generally, they have a couple tiers of the Shield TV at times, I think. So it, it may eventually get one that has like a hard drive built in or something. Uh, but 16 gigabytes of flash storage, 33 gigabytes of RAM. It has the Mariko chipset that apparently is, according to their listing, up to 25% faster, which most likely means that it is just fully clocked in the Shield TV, whereas it's uh, down clocked pretty pretty heavily at times in the uh switch so it, it i mean it does at least give you a look at what the chip can do the new chip that nvidia and nintendo basically work to bring together uh because it's it's never it's never gonna at retail like or officially by nintendo hit those kind of speeds anyway like definitely on a battery but it already has a harder time when it's in the dock and it's in that form factor whereas it has more room with an actual like bigger heat sink and everything in the shield tv uh, but it's it'll be interesting to see how it does there. It does uh, 4K and everything, video enhanced to 4K resolution in real time is what they're saying. So, uh, hey, you know what? It's, it's I guess, just another Shield TV for people who like the Shield TV. I don't hear a lot of people who buy them. I know MVG talks about it a lot because it has uh, it, it's a very capable machine for emulation. Like, it plays GameCube games and everything. Um, but I... I don't know if I would look at this and say anything about a Switch Pro just because, like you're saying, Nate, it's uh, it's the same chip, just clocked to full speed, basically. Yeah, but you know how people are going to look at it and say, oh, look, NVIDIA came out with a new shield, and they're calling it the Pro, and they're saying it they has to be Tegra, they just so that means it has to be Nintendo's going to use it in a new iteration in 2020. And if Nintendo wants to release a Pro, they could use this chip, and they just up the clocks. They intentionally kept the clocks down for the Switch revision, because they wanted to extend the battery life. So that was their trade-off. They said, we can either have better performance or we can have better battery efficiency. And they said, we're going to favor battery over it, which was still kind of funny that the Switch revision has better battery than the light, but that's a different topic. Yeah, they. Uh, it, it was interesting. I mean, the Switch still has more RAM. It still has twice the amount of flash storage and everything. Uh, but, I mean, technically, N- Nintendo could just make their own little nvidia shield tv basically if they wanted and release it for cheaper possibly so i mean this one's coming out at 200 dollars. which was the launch price of the original shield right yeah no yeah yeah because i think right now you can get it for 150 like the base shield now in stores so this one would be 50 dollars more but the base shield is kind of older now so um yeah but i remember it being i believe 200 dollars when it came out back uh two years ago 2017 right Yes, I think it was 2017 when it came out originally. Uh, the the Nvidia Shield TV. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see a lot here. Uh, I mean, if 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 they had dropped this and it was something different, it wasn't what we believe to be you know Mariko in there, and it had like six gigabytes of RAM or something, and it was like three hundred dollars. Then I'd say okay, I, we might have to look at this thing and see what's in there. Um, but it's it seems pretty straightforward to me anyway. So 
Um, but still cool to see the the Nvidia Shield TV line is still rolling along because it does show us what the the Tegra can do at full speed, at least. Uh, and we saw how uh, this was okay. So this is this is funny. Nintendo and Overwatch. So from what I've heard, Overwatch <laughs> is in trouble on on the Switch. <laughs> I'm yeah. hearing a lot of. Uh, and it's interesting because I had checked around with everyone because I noticed as well as a lot of people that Nintendo had not been talking about Overwatch at all. Like usually they'll advertise games on their Twitter. They'll put it in the news section on the Switch. They weren't doing any of that. And they were like, we're, we're not talking about this game at all. But they did tweet out quite a bit about The Witcher. They slapped mm-hmm. that all over the news section. So both games came out at the same time and one was advertised and the other was not. Is this is this coordinated? Do you guys think? Do you think Nintendo's it's like, you know what? We're absolute, we're gonna we're gonna yeah, get it. It's deliberate. It's deliberate. oh yeah. Well, it's and so they have to distance themselves from everything that Blizzard's been doing, especially since Blizzard screwed up again this week. By me, I guess we can say they're consistent. Oh, do they? Oh, because <laughs> they banned because they, they banned another uh, team. Yeah, for holding up the free oh, Hong Kong sign. So yeah. I mean, they're consistent in their stance that they wanted. They, they wanted just... to get. They wanted to get banned though. The the, yeah. the team because they were yeah. like, we we want it to be consistent, like you're saying. But yeah, they banned. So, it. That still made people mad though. So I mean, this is definitely Nintendo. I mean, like they had the event planned for yesterday in New York for the launch event with the voice actors and everything for Overwatch. That was canceled, though. They it was said Blizzard. Canceled the yeah, event. People are saying Blizzard did, did it to try them. to keep the talent away from possibly yeah. a yeah. bad situation. Protect the talent and the N- Nintendo New York staff. They shouldn't be on the receiving end of everything. And Overwatch was shown in the direct. And now Nintendo is just kind of like, no, we're not going to tweet about it. We're not talking about it. I don't even think we've seen any reviews pop up of the game yet. Uh, Kotaku so it reviewed like it. Yeah, there's a couple. It. It's got it's like they gave like their impressions. Yeah, everyone's kind of staying away. Everyone's staying away from the game for the most part. Yeah, I think it's, it's I think literary. I saw four reviews on Metacritic. Four. Oh, that's that's it. Jeez. Yeah. That would have been such a much larger release uh, if all this madness hadn't happened. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. so if the madness hadn't happened, and I do honestly think the a major thing. So I did a big video on it, and uh, it's performing really well. And what's interesting is a lot of people in the comment section are talking about the fact that. This should not have been released on the 15th because The Witcher came out and The Witcher 3 is a fantastic port that almost just seems to be magic. This is a bad port. So even if you are an Overwatch fan, there's no way in hell you're buying it on Switch because it's garbage. Oh, such a bad move. Hmm. I haven't I haven't played it yet, so I can't really speak on how it is. I, I, I got Witcher instead and I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> this is my port of the week. I mean, I'm playing Little Town Hero right now, so that should tell you everything about my week you've, so far. You've got at least 15 hours <laughs> ahead of you in that game. Apparently. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Let me get past this boss first, and then we'll see. <laughs> this boss might take up all 15 hours at this rate. It's, it's, one, it's one big boss It's battle. just one big boss that battle. Is, you're at the end of the game right now. Yeah, I'm this is it, you. yeah. Oh man, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's uh, that is an interesting thing with Blizzard. Now, now you got to wonder because Max is going to be there. What happens at BlizzCon? Oh, it's going to be great. Everything I know. Yeah, building up to it right now, it's like like a boiling point. That there is a uh, well, I guess maybe I should. There is a uh, secret conversation going on of people organizing giant protests of maybe even literally physically surrounding BlizzCon or uh, doing human shame games to try and block the entrances and exits. And 
obviously people are already saying there's some rumor that there may not be any Q and A's this year. And then instead what you'll do is you'll write on like a cue card, what your question will be <laughs> and you hand it to somebody and they read it and somebody reads it for you. They are not, they, they are not, yeah. they are not having an open mic this year. No, yeah. yeah. Well, I was, I was talking to someone. I was like, why don't they just have them pre-record their own question and then they'll just answer it off of a pre-recording that was carefully selected. Yeah, exactly. Because every question would be like, does Chinese semen taste better than regular semen? Oh, man, I'm telling you, they are not they are not going to do an open mic at all. There's no way it was bad last year. And all they did was they showed them a mobile game on stage. Yeah, like this is not going to be bad. Here's my question, though, Max. And you're going to have to. See this. I'm gonna film it all. Whatever you want. <laughs> you, you gotta get the full suit body cam thing with like a GoPro oh, facing yeah, out and at you. Does yeah. I, want, I want I want you to see if if the protests are going on right. If the commitment wavers even a little bit when Diablo Four is announced inside. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. I want to go that, look at Diablo Four. <laughs> that's so full full disclosure. That's the reason I bought my BlizzCon tickets. I had bought them months ago. I bought them on like May first, and they sold out in like thirty minutes. I bought my tickets because I figured we'd see Diablo Four. So I'm going to be in the room when they announce Diablo Four, and I'm going to be curious. Imagine if it's Stone Silent. Let's imagine if they're like Diablo Four, and people are just like, "Well, what? what like my my thing is, what if they just did it pre-recorded and just played it on a big screen and then never showed the audience? Like that, that seems to be, like to be direct. yeah, that Not, seems to be the, the way to go for them at this point. A, a lot of people are guessing that they'll probably do a Nintendo Direct, and if we're in the room, there's might not even be anybody on stage at all. Like someone may introduce it, and then it just plays a video because like. I mean, they their PR people got roasted so bad. Like, the don't you have people have phones guy is, like, still a meme. It's like people show that guy's, like, all the time in pictures. Like, well, that dude's ruined. The, the guy know? that ripped the kid apart who was like, when can we play WoW Classic again? He's still a meme. That was way long yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, the uh, so maybe you guys don't remember this, but there was, like, a famous thing of somebody asked, like, hey, are we ever going to get a World of Warcraft classic? And the head developer at the time said, you think you want that, but you don't. Yeah, he's and the now, same guy it, that announced that it's out. Yeah, and now <laughs> in World of Warcraft classic, there's a giant guild called You Think You Do, But You Don't. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, so let me move over to uh, to Max here. There were some uh, – was there stuff about the PlayStation 5 we had talked about before? They were mentioning um, some stuff. There's some stuff I, I want to I'm going to be filming a video today um, because it's rumors that have really been coming to a pitch. So by the time this podcast is out, you'll see it. But I want to talk more about the backwards compatibility. More people are actually kind of coming forward and talking about it. More leakers are kind of hinting at it. Um, and it sounds like it's going to be sporadic. I, I talked to Nate about this today. It sounds like it'll definitely be like the xbox backwards compatibility where mm. there will be a cool selection of games where maybe maybe the developers who volunteer their products so we'll see but so there would be patches that happen to enable backwards compatibility with games like as we go along as well as the idea Pro probably and it's probably just going to be raw emulation like the one of the leakers said don't trade in your ps1 ps2 ps3 discs keep your discs so i think Maybe it'll be a thing where here we pull out a random like here's Resident Evil Survivor. Don't actually play this game; it's a dumpster fire. But stop it! You'll take the game out and you just put it directly into Sean's PS5, and it'll basically install like a version that runs on PlayStation. Well, Sean, Sean's PS5 has to be plugged in first. <laughs> All right, I'm waiting for Death Stranding to plug in. <laughs> oh man, you're, you're gonna you're gonna get that and you're gonna play it, huh? I, I oh, want to yeah. see. 
Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I mean, it's please, it's Kojima. I used to please, be a huge Kojima fanboy. Dude, please, please, because I your thumbnails are always so funny when you like look surprised or something. You have to have like your back to the camera, and it says this game made me pee or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, having having emotion in your thumbnail clickbait too by the way oh you learn, yeah you learn a lot about youtube like i i i think people want like for a review just like i played this game so i mean we, we tried deadpan this uh, john does the Nvidia deadpan. pro video and i'm just gonna have a thumbnail but like this isn't anything about a switch pro no one's gonna click on that i mean i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be in the picture you, you gotta you spruce have, it up you got the mask yeah, got, man dude the title has to be the lies about ps uh, about switch pro like the lies about switch pro boom million views there we go yeah, i got like a thousand <laughs> not bad you don't know until you try man you just need to get uh like a like a like kind of a, a rendering of your mask and you put that in your thumbnails That's just all you use, need. The, the, use the purge face like that guy with the big creepy grin from purge one you gotta make it. You just gotta make another channel, though. Just a Nate the Hate channel or something. You yeah. already got the. You already got the merch, dude. I, I got say, my shirt. I my word, clickbait. My first video will be about Sean. I Game Boy. Right. It's a fucking Game Boy. Game Boy game. Dude, I didn't put a Nintendo retro. Game Boy. Retro I, gamer. I, I wrote a video. I've never filmed it, but I wrote a video a long time called clickbait i hate and it's literally i still have the scripts and it literally a lot of these like uh right why i hate red circles screaming faces in a calm video the boob effect like i have this whole script i never filmed and uh yeah that's funny (laughs) so uh the backwards compatibility is the big thing for the ps5 huh that's that's what we're looking towards I mean, probably, I, mean, I wouldn't say the cool, big thing. But... Yeah, I don't think it'll be the big thing. Uh, honestly, mm. I think it will end up being like uh, Xbox. I think it'll be a thing where people use it and they enjoy it. But obviously, the main reason you buy a new console is new games. Well, I'm also hoping that the uh, the PS4 games are just straight up. Like, you just pop it in, you go, and there may be a patch that goes beyond just like the basic, okay, it's going to upscale yeah, it or I mean, something. What they should do at PS4 is have any game, like if I put in God of War, I didn't buy a pro. So if I put in God of War on my PS5, I should get pro enhancements. I, it's got to, yeah, it's got to be that. And I bet it's going to have like no load times and stuff, like instantaneous. Oh, right, because like, it's going to an SSD, yeah. Because that's the thing is, I think uh, there's that rumor going around of somebody saw PS5 gameplay, uh, Review Tech USA did a video about it. And apparently it looks really, really good. And one of the things is that everything's super instantaneous. So I bet... That demo we saw of the Spider-Man just popping from place to place, I bet that's Spider-Man PS4 running directly on a real PS5. Hmm. See, that's going to be interesting when that happens. But I'm thinking I'm thinking February. Is that like, do we think it's just going to be like the first like two or three months of next year? They're just going to show up with a big blowout event for the PS5 and then. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be February. Yeah. And okay. I st- I still stand by the fact that I think it's going to be a full reveal. I think they're going to show the box and the controller and like maybe some launch games. I think they're going to do it all. Here's the other question that I'm thinking about. XO is soon, right? That's November. Mm -hmm. That would probably be just about a year until Scarlet comes out then. Do they do anything with Scarlet at XO? Yeah. If they're smart. (laughs) Yeah. Because I think they do something with Scarlet at XO. The thing, like with the PS5, that's kind of not in Sony's favor is that you have The Last of Us 2 coming out. Yes. You have it coming out in March. So do you want to show your PS5 hand ahead of probably the PS4 Swan Song? I mean, if as long as it has full, like if they come to the table and say, 
it's going to work with PS4 games straight up. So you're going to keep buying your PS4 games because you're able to pop it into the PS5 day one. I don't think they have a problem necessarily doing it beforehand then because you're just buying the game and you're still going to be able to use it on the PS5. Yeah, it's kind of like, I think it's going to come down to how Microsoft plays XO. If they come out and they show a little more about Scarlet to give us a better idea of what it actually is, what they're aiming for, then maybe Sony targets February. But they don't, they're not necessarily in a rush. Mm. They've, given a lot of information about the ps5 already if they have to wait till april or may it's not like those two three months are going to sway people in a major way because microsoft yeah. will probably wait till e3 for their big big scarlet reveal type of event what's well, what i was kind of thinking if they go to xo and they basically sit on stage and essentially read something similar to that wired article that sony did for their playstation where they talk about some controller stuff without actually showing the controller i mean that's basically the same effect and that would work you know, just like, yeah, oh, it has like these kind trailer. of triggers or, yeah, like, you know, where they blur out parts of it. Like, oh, it's yeah. just it's just out of focus over here, you know? Like, kind of like what they did with the whole lead up to Scorpio where they had all the engineers talk, this is the most powerful thing ever. And they did this stupid pan over a chip and yeah. they tried to awesome. box and everything. So they'd probably do something like had, that. And they had people talking too and they were like telling <laughs> you how cool it was. Like, fuck showing what it actually does. I want to see what it what the chip looks like and hear people talk about it. You're like, look, let me tell you about how hot this chick is. I'm not going to show you her. I'm not going to give you any videos. Trust me, this chick, so hot, bro. Uh, let's uh, let's move over to next week, actually. We have Outer Worlds coming out on Friday, which looks really, really good. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It will be enhanced for PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. We were originally looking at some some uh, documentation that it might not have been, but it will be. And it, what's weird is the day one patch for the Xbox is 38 gigabytes, apparently. <laughs> nice and tiny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we also have Call of Duty's out on the 25th. Call also. of Duty. Mm. Really? That's kind of yeah. sneaking up. Like, I, yeah. I feel like I feel like it's I wonder, do you think Activision will be affected by all the Blizzard stuff, too? I still don't think people, most people are mentally connecting that. Yeah, they're not putting two and two together yet. Okay. Well, I'm trying to figure out what I'm, I think I might go with Outer Worlds first. I don't know, because I bet you that Call of Duty campaign is not that long. It, it's not that long. And so I, I've already talked about this a little bit, but uh, I plan on doing a big review of Call of Duty. And this is going to be the first review. I can't give it a score. Like, there's already so many leaks and rumors about Call of Duty unveiling tons of loot crates and microtransactions after launch and stuff. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those games that people will only talk about for like two weeks. Mm. Outer Outer Worlds, though, is looking... That's looking mm-hmm. good. Dude, uh, yeah, those, those new screenshots they released this morning yeah. are insane. So it was launching next week. That's on Xbox One, PS4, PC, and then uh, the Switch version is coming next year, we believe, at some point. So that'll be interesting to go back and kind of take a look at when comparison to other systems. But uh, yeah, I think I'm going to grab it on the X and see how that kind of holds up. Uh, but it's, it's uh, the real Fallout. I mean, let's face it; it's the real. Yeah, Fallout. that's why I'm looking. I'm like, all right, cool. There's a Fallout. And, and what's funny is they'll probably end up beating Bethesda to the Switch with a Fallout game, so it's going to be weird. Um, but uh, oh, are you getting you getting Call of Duty or, or Outer World, Sean? You want either one? I'll probably get Call of Duty. Do you have Game Pass? Yeah. Then go ahead and download Outer Worlds. <laughs> but you just said the the patch was or the day it's, one patch was 38 gig. I think that's for. I think it's for. Yeah, it's on. It's on Game Pass, dude. Okay. Yeah. yeah so also, it's, it's, you know, I still haven't downloaded on. Gears Five, by the way. But it seems like Gears Five <laughs> is dead, anyways. They, they just put the campaigns Whoa. not that long. It is dead. <laughs> the multiplayer is still thriving. Thriving. Yes, thriving. 
flourishing, they're, live, active. All 26 players are best friends whoa, now, okay? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sean, it's, it's right on Game Pass. You just hit download. Yeah, but that's, Sean will download to... it right now, and tomorrow night we will have a video up of Sean and Spawn versus Dreamcast and Direct Feed. I mean, Team Deathmatch, Gears 5 match. Is this, is this still play like the first three? Yeah, online? Dude, it's, okay, then it's I should so be good. Fine. So what I'll say is actually let's let's make a wager with the audience. If this video somehow, if this like episode gets two thousand likes and you guys are interested in it, maybe we watch will out. Actually... Two thousand likes ain't shit because now my ass has to be in a fucking Beetlejuice <laughs> costume. I, I see that, but I still think that'd be something fun. We've talked about a lot about maybe doing like a Spawncast <laughs> plays thing. So let us know if you actually want us to do that, and maybe we will maybe do some sort of gears thing because that would be fun to do a versus. Mm. I love how Sean was offended they had to wear the Beetlejuice to play Ring Fit, but Jordan had to sniff a pair of panties. <laughs> if we got like a thousand likes. I mean, which one got the worst deal there? Oh, I mean, man. well, the Jordan's thing has already been forgotten, though. Like, the Beetlejuice has thing it? will be on my channel forever. That's that's true. Yeah, but it's, it'll be around the time of Halloween, so people won't. They'll just be like, oh, he's being festive. Ah, I didn't even think of that. That's yeah, good. I would say that's Sean good. sniffing Sean. panties randomly in the month of October. I don't know. Ring fits out tomorrow, Sean. So Jesus, that is tomorrow. <laughs> Are you? Uh, is that coming in through Amazon? Or are you going to pick that up? No, it's coming. I'm not. I'm not going to go to my GameStop location where they know me and be like, "Yeah, I need to pick a Brink Fit Adventure, <laughs> you, you please." Gotta, you have to walk in as Beetlejuice and like. <laughs> <laughs> You don't think they'll be they'll be happy that you're getting ring fit? No, they won't what? care. So you walk in throwing the cigarette in like the parking lot, and everything. <laughs> you'll get ring fit, and they'll be like, "Good for yeah. you." The raspiest voice possible. Our, our best customers turning turning things around with some exercise. Uh, Look like some for, serious stuff they were for at least a month before everyone goes. I don't think I want to do this anymore. I mean, apparently yeah. the game's kind of long. Apparently, and if you only play it for like half an hour, an hour a day. Yeah, yeah, but that's a half a an hour to an hour. Like a lot of people, if you consider a lot of gamers can only really put in a half an hour to an hour a day and there's other games coming out, like that's it. Like do I ring fit or do I Luigi's Mansion? Mm. I mean, you, you could you could like do it in the morning or something like before you go to work. Or you could <laughs> Luigi's Mansion in the morning before you go to work. Yeah, I would much rather play Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, but I mean if you're only going to play for half an hour, then you play Luigi's Mansion. You know? Yeah, but Yeah, all right. Yeah, but Luigi's Mansion is probably like twelve hours. Ring Fit. I want to see. I want to like see this Ring Fit 60. video, Sean. This is gonna be good. You and the Beetlejuice yeah. stuff. Oh, it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be good. That'll be cool. Uh, are you gonna do it like right away? Or are you gonna spend some time getting used to it and then film it? I'll probably have to spend some time getting yeah. used to it. I would. <laughs> yeah, he has to set up the ring. I mean, that's labo tier. Oh God! Attach controller. Setup complete. <laughs> Dude, that's me. That's. But he has to put fun. the leg brace. Thing on just so monitors how fast he's moving his thigh and stuff. Mm. That'd, be, that'll, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Uh, I had another. I had another topic set up, but uh, we do know we do know that Death Stranding is coming out on uh, the first with well, first week of November. The embargo apparently is up on the first, so we'll still have another Spawncast live one coming up. Uh, but I'm actually. I, I don't know. If, are people actually? we've seen people talk about this game on on twitter but it seems like people are just messing around and playing around oh with people yeah. uh was, i don't that, i think it's funny this is such like a closely guarded game right now that people are just kind of messing around but 
do we what do you guys what do you guys think that metacritic score is going to be I mean, if we base it on the fake Twitter account that ended up getting a thread on Reddit because he said, oh, my God, this is Metal Gear Solid 2 type twist. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Kojima did it again because people just believed anything they read on Twitter that involves Death Stranding. Apparently, it's the greatest game of all time. But I mean, that was a joke that for some reason, you know, people couldn't see through. But it's going to be the typical Kojima game where I think we're going to see we're going to see some 10s. We're going to see some 9s, but it's going to be those reviews that are a little overhyped because they just fall into that. Oh my God, Kojima is a God. And I think the difference between review scores and user scores or user impressions might be kind of varied. I think it's going to be a game that we come back to like three, four weeks later and the user are going to say, this game didn't click with me while others are going to be playing it. And they're going to be like, Oh, it's not good after five hours. It's not good after eight hours, but it gets good after 15. That's, uh, mm. man, yeah, that seems to be something that'll probably, yeah, I'll probably talk about, oh, it's it's like a 50-hour game and it gets really good after 25 hours or something. It's like, oh, man, uh, that's going to be tough. I don't know. We'll see. I think I think it'll get high 80s, though, is my guess. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it'll be around 89, 90. I think yeah. it's going to be the mid to high 90s think it might get like 94 95 um but i also think it's going to be setting the internet on fire for the rest of the year i think a lot of uh, if i could just guess as having beaten the last couple big kojima games i think it's going to just confuse the shit out of people for Mm. a while i think there's going to be about a million ending explained videos and i bet there's probably going to be some plot leaks before it comes out that are like real and people don't even believe them because they're so weird so I'm to I'm to I think at this point because I originally I was like what's going to get game of the year I don't know I think Jedi Fallen Order might actually have crap my internet just go down so Sean WW2K20 <laughs> <laughs> I I heard I heard this might be game of the year this Holy. might be it we lost Evan we lost Evan by the way he's gone <laughs> I don't understand how how you take the base game from WWE 2K19 and make it substantially worse. I saw, um, what's her name? Bianca Blair, uh, the, the girl with the long ponytail. And, you know, she's doing the flip thing on uh, WWE 2K20, and it looks like a PS2 game. But if you look at her animation, her intro animation for WWE 2K19, it looks like a proper game. So I don't understand how we went backwards in terms of graphics. Like, the character models are atrocious. Like, I talked about it in a video uh, the other day. Like, Mandy Rose looks like she just got done with, like, a a week-long heroin bender. You know, like, the faces are off. The hair looks atrocious. Like, this could potentially be worse than WWE 2K18 on the Switch. Ooh, like that's saying something. <laughs> like I, I, I don't. I think it looks worse. I think it does look worse. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Like I, I literally do not understand it. And it just shows you that like 2K is just like this soulless company, and like they just have to churn it out for the man. You know what? It's it's perfectly indicative of of what WWE product is on television right now. So it's just <laughs> as far as Raw and SmackDown Whoa. goes, it's half-assed. It's just getting by because you have to do it. There's no passion. There's there's no you know NXT is the only program that WWE has that has any passion. But they had a you know Vince McMahon had to show his bright ass balls and be like oh that aew is coming up but we're gonna put it up right against it and aew is getting better 
you know, it's getting higher viewership because it's a different product. It's something different. And it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. It's perfectly indicative of, of mainstream WWE right now. Mm. It's it was bad because it's they bad. showed they showed like the rock doesn't look like the rock at all. They showed oh, the saw that. the belt like uh, the, it like went through character models and stuff. Uh, the the person's hair was like just completely stiff. They have Oscar's like... head falling off and her torso <laughs> sliding off her waist. Oh, it's so bad. So I do wonder if this has to do with just development with Ukes leaving like halfway through or something. And who is it? That, is it visual concepts that's finishing yeah. it right now? So it seems like they're trying to finish it along with 2k, uh, probably even bringing in some outside help just to get it done. It's going to come out and it's going to be broken, like badly broken. There was that uh, video of the ref just not counting after they got pinned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like awesome. it looked like he pinned them. This, this nice, you know, German suplex bridge going on. No one counted. Everything, everything <laughs> about it looks bad. Like they showed the campaign, some of the dialogue, and oh, this man must have written the lines. And the girl wants to be like a WWE wrestler. She drops her heat comment, and she just like, "I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go to the nursing home and cross things off your grandmother's chart so she gets bed sores." Like, are you kidding me? Like I know <laughs> Roman Reigns would be told to say this in an actual match, but come on, keep that crap out of a game. It's I can't believe whoever wrote that line probably thought they were being funny, which means it was Vince McMahon. But my God, how anyone, how that could go through like a Q and a process and be like, Are you guys for real? So Ukes is apparently working on their, they're going to do their own wrestling game is what the word is. Do you, do you think they're going to go to AEW and have, no. have them do it? No, no, you because don't think so. AEW wants uh, a no mercy style game. Ooh. They want, uh, so what's the company name? Sophia Sin or whatever. Okay. Okay. Who is what Aki or AKI? I don't know how you say it. I always say Aki. I always said Aki man. Hmm. Um, they want them to make the game. Sin Sophia. That's okay. The of it. Okay. But they are going to have their own game. Oh yeah. I mean, they're they're all pretty big. I mean, Cody isn't has like Legend of Zelda tattoos and Kenny Omega has like a full game room in his house. So yeah, they're all in the game. So they'll, yeah. they'll, they they probably want to be in a video game. Uh, that that would be uh, that'd be interesting to see that because that would just be more competition for. I mean, if 2K and Take Two get pushed around by you know AEW and like a smaller company making the game, that'd be pretty bad. Yeah, that'd but that would be really bad actually. Competition is good for for that kind of stuff. It is. I mean, it is. Like there were clear winners and clear losers back in the you know heyday of wrestling games and the N sixty four and PS one era, and it made it made companies have to try different things and try to see what would work for them and what wouldn't work for them. Man, you know what's sad is back when they were doing they were doing an interview. I thought no, it might have been on no, it might have been an interview with uh with one of the producers. They talked about bringing back here comes the pain from the ps2 and remaking it and people got so excited about that online and it makes it just shows how bad the games are now compared to like you know the early 2000s the 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 like when we had day of reckoning and you know the smackdown series and then i think xbox had raw those weren't as good and then they had wrestlemania was it 20 or 21 yeah they did um wrestlemania well they did the raw raw Mm -hmm. 21 playstation had the the smackdown you know series and the gamecube had the day of reckoning i like day of reckoning one that one was fun um, day of reckoning two was actually really good too. i didn't play Wrestle- the second one i just played the first one i, I want to play the second one 
they did WrestleMania 19, which was okay. That one was funny because he threw construction workers and killed them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoa. He threw them off like he threw them off like literal skylights and stuff. Just chucked them off. <laughs> uh, it was it was fun though back then. I ordered Day of Reckoning two from GameStop and they sent me the first one. That sounds about right. I have two copies of the first one and no copies of the second one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was I was gonna play it. It doesn't support progressive scan though, unfortunately. Yeah, that makes me sad. Uh, so that that's gonna be that's out next week. Uh, I might get 2K20 just to see how bad it is because it. it I, 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 I think I'm gonna. I think I have to at this point. I might. I might. I might do crazy. it. I might do y'all it, man. Crazy. It looks. It looks that bad. I'm like, I need to try it myself. <laughs> uh, but that's that's oh about it though God. for for this week. Nate, what do you what do you think about 2K20? Any thoughts there? It it looks bad. It looks really bad. It. It actually looks worse than WWE 2K from like six, even seven years ago. Like the 360 versions visually look better. That's not good either. That's, yeah, that's a little concerning. I don't don't know if WWE put pressure on 2K to get these games out yearly and they just aren't giving them money. If 2K is just like, well, we're not going to give any budget to these games anymore. Or at the time, like Ukes actually cared seven years ago and then as time went on, they stopped caring, and now 2020 is just a abomination of rush development and visual concepts. And they're saying we don't care about this project either; we just have to put it out. That's the other thing. Does do, do these need to be yearly series like that? Like, do we need a wrestling game every single year from the same company? No, they could easily make a competent wrestling engine and have it so that you can update the roster and make it a two-year game, and then every two years you you would do it but the problem is there's so much money in that with so many fucking little kids like nani i need to do smackdown versus rocket well you know what they Whoa. should do then you know what they should do then they should <laughs> what what they should do is they should they should have multiple companies much like activision does uh making multiple call of duties and you have different call of duty styles and 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 ideas and everything you have a couple different wrestling games that happen every year you know what i mean like you have you have two different companies and they switch off every year that would probably be better yeah, but you, then you, you, you would have two different. You yeah, would have two different styles. Yeah, because, wrestling of duty. Because look at look at what we were just talking about: the PS2, Xbox, and GameCube era. All three of those games had very distinct styles. Mm-hmm. You had the PlayStation games were arcadey. The GameCube ones were more realistic, and then the Xbox ones were sort of in the middle. But the Xbox One tried to prioritize, or the Xbox Ones, I should mm-hmm. say, try to prioritize graphics. Whereas, you know, it, it, they were very, very different games. I would just name them different then. Like, yeah, like Black Ops. And then we got, you know, Modern Warfare and stuff, you know, like, like name them different, you know, do that. Uh, that'd be, that'd be, or just take it and make different ones for each system specifically. Like you make one for the switch and you make one for the uh, PS4 and the Xbox or something. Uh, but that's, uh, I guess that's, I guess that's it for the show. Evan's back. Yep. He's back. I, I start, I recorded this section, Evan, so I'll put them together. Don't worry. <laughs> uh but uh that's gonna do it here for the spawn cast thanks everyone for tuning in it was pre-recorded like i said we'll be back next weekend uh saturday night 9 p.m eastern time let me go around here uh sean where can they find you find me on rgt85 um my witcher video will be up by now so make sure you guys go watch that um some other stuff on the channel and yeah that's about it okay what about uh max where can they find you man uh, youtube.com slash dreamcast guy and i'm actually spending a lot of this weekend by the time this video goes up uh i'll be at retropalooza with jordan fringe which is obviously why he's not here this week so if you want to see us 
Um, our plan is to kind of just chill and talk to Spawncast viewers and just kind of be there. And and we, uh, we're we doing panels, but they'll both have ended by the time this goes live. But uh, I really hope I see some people there. I, I love uh, whenever people walk up and say, I love you on the Spawncast. That genuinely makes me super happy. So you guys rock. And uh, thanks, thanks so much. Remember to hit that like button. Cool. And then uh, what about Nate? Where can they find you? Find me on Twitter at DirectFeedGames. Link to my YouTube channel is in my profile there. I have a Witcher 3 Switch versus a PS4 comparison video up. Switch version actually compares pretty admirably to the PS4 base version. I don't know why a lot of outlets kept comparing it to the, like, the Pro version. Obviously, that's going to outclass the Switch to a, like, you know, a 10 to 1 differential. So if you're curious to see how well the Switch version stacks up, you can find that video. There'll be some other videos. There'll be some handheld footage of The Witcher 3 up by the time this airs. Maybe a hat and time comparison up as well. So there'll be some good video content up this weekend. When's that uh when's that Nate the Hate going up? <laughs> when's that when's that channel happening? <laughs> uh December first. Oh man. Remember people, it, I people I need gave to you a now. catchphrase. The opinions you don't want to hear, but you gotta like totally or steal. Uh, you gotta you gotta look into that going to next year, Nate. Have that have that going on leading up to the PS5, the Xbox Scarlet, and the potential Switch Pro. Well, that's true. See, I'll have a lot to hate next year with the PS5 and Scarlet. <laughs> I, I can get you that banner font, the one that I made for the shirt, so you can at least have that. It'd be nice. Dude, I'll, I'll appear if you ever need someone to like, you know, sort of be the other side of the the conversation. I'll I'll suck Sony's dick. It's no big deal, bro. There you go. <laughs> and then, uh, what about Evan? Where can they find you? Can, you? you can find me either fighting Comcast or at Baltimore. <laughs> it, normally, just at Twitter, Kimmerix Project. It's where usually all my stuff is. And just real quick, because now that I'm back, the Discord question, which we all had a little laugh at earlier. Anyone get Postal Four? No. 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 I did not. When did that come out? Uh, I didn't know it existed. 14th. Ah, I did. I did not get Postal Four. No, I'm hearing good things. Oh, okay. I probably won't pick it up. Hmm. All right, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe I'll check out a video for it to see what it, what uh, what exactly uh, this release has. But uh, yeah, I guess that's I guess that's it. You're going to be at Comic Con, Evan. So make sure everyone checks him out at Comic Con. Uh, yeah, is is it is it a Saturday and Sunday? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, so by the time people see this, you'll at least still be there on Sunday. So, Okay, cool. All right, thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you guys next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you then.